Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! Jingle bells, Batman smelt, Robin laid an egg. The Batmobile lost the wheel to the Joker, got away. Ho, 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 and thanks for tuning in to the second Batcast 66 Christmas episode. My name's Kendall. And I'm Scott. Normally we talk about an episode of Batman 66, but, you know, for the holidays we like to get wild. Yeah, we usually like to do something a little bit different that's relevant to the holiday. Yeah. It doesn't always work out that, like, a Batman 66 episode coincides. Although that would be great. That would be awesome, but you know, that is what it is. But it's you know, fun to talk about other Batman projects besides just the 60s show. Yeah, I I agree. And uh, here we are once again, going back to the well of Batman the Animated Series. One of the more iconic episodes, I think, or at least one of the more landmarky kind of ones. Yeah, so today we're talking about Christmas with the Joker. You know, season one, episode two, uh, directed by Kent Butterworth, written by Eddie Gorodetsky. I don't know how you say his name, but it originally aired November 13th, 1992. Thanks for doing research on that. Do you know if those guys wrote any other Batman episodes? Offhand, no. Um, I'm not as well versed in like that kind of stuff uh, for the animated series. I haven't watched the animated series all the way through in like years. I've only watched it recently to do our Halloween episode this year when we did nothing to fear, which is the episode after this chronologically. Whoa. But this, you know, this is a pretty important episode. Not only is the first time we get to see the Joker uh, in this iteration, this is the first time uh, Mark Hamill, you know, voiced him. We got to hear that, that iconic Mark Hamill Joker voice. Yeah. And like, I think he still does it from time to time. Like he was, he was like the only animate, like the only voice for the Joker in so many things. Yeah, I feel like maybe he's retired from being the Joker. I wouldn't be surprised. I also know he was close with Kevin Conroy and really only wanted to do Joker when he was doing Batman. Yeah. He can't be Batman anymore. So, yeah. yeah, I I mean, you know, we talk about the Joker on a relatively regular enough basis with the the 60s show. What do you think about Mark Hamill's Joker, just in general? Oh, well, you know, I love Mark Hamill's Joker. How old were you to realize that that was Luke Skywalker? Oh, God, I don't know uh, when I figured that out. Or... I, I, it was when um it had to have been when I was like when the Justice League show was out. And then I realized like, oh, it said because I never paid attention to the credits and stuff as a kid. And then I was like, Mark Hamill. Uh, oh, no, no, I think it was because I saw like a Balto movie he did a voice in. And like the commercial was like, oh, Mark Hamill's whatever character. I was like, wait, like the Mark Hamill? And then I looked him up on the internet because that was new. And they're like, and he was the Joker in Batman. I was like, get the hell out. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I have no idea when I found out. Yeah. But uh, it just was like a long, it was like 10 years after this episode, you know? Yeah. I think we were in high school. I remember like seeing, uh, Are you? do you know what The Giver is? Yes, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. I mean, I know it's also an anime and everything, too. Yeah, I remember seeing, like, the cassette tape. Yeah, where he's, like, half Mark Hamill, half Guyver face. Or at least that was the DVD, I remember, because we had it when I worked at Suncoast. Yeah, well, did he even play the main character in it? 
he was at least like top build. Yeah, but I don't even think he was the main character. I haven't seen either Guyver movies in forever. It's been a long time. It's been like 20 years since I've seen them. So uh, Christmas with the Joker. Uh, obviously, we chose this because it's Joker Day. It's Joker Day? I was just making a joke. We obviously chose it because it's Christmas. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Is there a Joker Day? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's some weird community that like celebrates the Joker somewhere. I kind of hate that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Joker in general, like his fans. But, you know, that's a different conversation. You know, we get the opening credits right into that title card. I probably said this on the Scarecrow episode, but I love the title cards in this in this series. Oh, yeah. Like I use the title card like art. I found where you can get them like without the title on it. I use that for the thumbnail for the for the Scarecrow episode. I'll probably do that with this one, too, if I can. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. What what the hell is the thumbnail for this episode it just like looks creepy i'd have to pull it up in front of me i don't remember exactly what it looks like like it's like kind of blurry and hard to see but it's like the joker either like hunched over like a freak or like his head on a like turkey or something oh i see it um i always kind of so it reminds me of how the Grinch stole Christmas, where like he's dressed as Santa with a sack on his back, and he's kind of like creeping about. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's exactly like what it is. That's yeah, exactly he's got like a Santa hat and stuff. Yeah, very cool. Uh, we open uh, at Arkham Asylum. It's Christmas Eve, and uh, all the patients are singing Christmas carols. Are they patients or inmates? I guess they would be patients. It's an asylum. It's not a jail. Even though, like, it's kind of interchangeable that it is or it isn't. Yeah, it's so weird. Is this? It looks more like a prison. Like when I was a kid, I would have thought this was a pr- like it was a prison and not a like a mental institution. Yeah, me, me too, me too. Because yeah, they're just letting the Joker, who's like obviously dangerous, like hang out with everybody else. Yeah, but anyway, all the patients are singing. And uh, we get, is this the origin of this song? I looked into it and like, I can't find like concrete evidence that existed before. I'm pretty sure it was, I'm pretty sure it was like a schoolyard rhyme before this. Gotcha. Cause yeah, doesn't Bart Simpson sing it in the first episode of the Simpsons? So if he does, that predates this then. Yeah. That's a good, I have to take a look at that. I'd have to, yeah, I'd have to go double check. But like, this is the first time I remember it being a thing. I mean, I definitely heard it. Yeah, I was like six or seven when this came out. So I may have heard it like before. I'm not sure, but. Yeah, I've like heard it, but like, I I don't know if me hearing it predates this or what. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like I, I used it for the theme song for last year's Christmas special. And I will use it again for this one. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, what we're talking about the Jingle Bells Batman Smells version. Robin laid an egg. Yeah. Our friend um Joe has a uh, like an ugly Christmas sweater, which is just the lyrics of that. So like it's Batman with stink lines. The Batmobile's like we'll run it all away. Uh, Robin laying an egg, and then Joker running running off the shirt. Love it's that. very cool, and it's like subtle enough that. But it's like, yeah, it's like the 60s versions of the characters. So it also relates to this. It's a very cool sweater. I wish I had it. 
Speaking of the 60s version of these characters, as the Joker's singing this song, he climbs up on the Christmas tree and secretly the Christmas tree was a, a rocket the whole time. And that feels very Batman 66 to me. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. That is the first instance where like, because this is essentially the exact same thing as him uh, pitching and getting like shot out of it from the, the pitcher's mound, like on Springs. Yeah. Like there's a lot in this episode that I think is very... Like this could much, have been, yeah. It's like much sillier than I remembered it being, and remember the show usually being, and like, yeah, it feels like a lot of like '60s style tropes. Where there's like, when you try to think about like, how did he set all this stuff up ahead of time? Like, <laughs> this, so like, you don't think about it, like it just that just happens. Yeah. Know? So that's why I asked you if the the writers, the writer ever came back, like. It it very much feels like the writer was a fan of the 60s show. I just real quick looking him up. I don't see any other Batman credits. Doesn't mean he doesn't have any, but like he's worked on a lot of television shows. Interesting. Like Fresh Prince of Bel Air and like Dharma and Greg and SCTV and it's SNL and stuff. Well, yeah. The Joker got away. Yeah, just like the song said. We cut to the Batcave, and even though he knows this dangerous criminal is on the loose, Robin doesn't want to patrol. He just wants to stay home and watch It's a Wonderful Life. Now, to be fair, I love that movie. That's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, but just like... I know, he's got more important problems. Get your priorities straight, dude. And he's like, oh, what are the chances he's going to do anything on Christmas Eve? And just like, of course, he's going to do something on Christmas Eve. He escaped in a Christmas like conveyance. I do think it's funny how they like poke, like the episode pokes fun at Batman for being like brooding. Yeah. He's like, oh, I never saw that movie. I couldn't get past the title. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little over the top. Yeah. It's just goofy. Like, especially for this show that like takes itself a little bit more seriously. Yeah, I remember this is a little off topic, but there's one of the or like I think it's like episode 3 of Brave and the Bold is a Christmas episode and like that one kind of go it, the whole episode's like why is Batman hate Christmas so much? And they like and they, it's revealed by the end that like that's retcon like that's when his parents were killed. Mm. So it's like yeah, he doesn't like the season. But like, you know, it's Red Tornado's the team up and he's trying to like learn humanity. And he's like, why? I need to understand the Christmas spirit. It's very cute, but like, it also deals with like the dark subject matter. I think that's a better way of making, if you want Batman to not care about Christmas stuff, than just like, it's a wonderful life is silly. Yeah. I mean, also, I wonder, I, I it's been a lot, again, it's been a long time since I watched the show. And I do know they do do episode that shows Robin's origin, but I wonder, like, I don't think he's had Dick since he was like six, like in the comics. Like, how is this their this feels like it's their first Christmas together, you know? Well, he was a little kid in the Robin yeah. Origin episode. Yeah, so it's like it feels weird that like they didn't don't know each other's rhythms this time of year. Does that make any sense? I mean, I'm sure they weren't thinking that far in in advance. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It it feels kind of familiar to me. Yeah. Um it just seems like maybe they 
previously never had to like go looking for a criminal on Christmas and Dick just doesn't want to. I guess. Did you see the trailer for that new Batman special? It's a Christmas thing. Oh no. I forget what it's called. It's got a really goofy art style, but it's like Damien wants to be a superhero and like he finds Batman. I forget what happens to Batman, but like he can't be around for Christmas, but he finds his present for him, which is a little Batman outfit. So like he stops like the Joker and like a bunch of villains like Christmas plots. It's very, very silly and very much for like four year olds. Nice. But it actually kind of looks like it might be something that's up your alley. Not saying you're, you're, you're not saying you're like a four year old, but it seems like you're you're kinda like designs and stuff. Cool. Well, I'll check it out. Uh I do have the taste of a four year old, so sometimes. Uh, I wanted to point out this next scene. It's like a crowded city street. And like, I'm not saying the actual animation like work is like super fluid and high quality, but like, it's actually a pretty busy scene for like a Saturday morning cartoon or like, wasn't season one of this just like every weekday? Don't remember. I don't know without like having to do some research on it, but I don't, I don't remember it like that. I mean, I remember watching it like every weekday, but I think, you know, they weren't new episodes. Yeah. It just feels like kind of more work than you'd usually see. Like I, in my brain, I compare this episode to the X-Men animated series. Like I can think back to like the opening two parter of that show where they're in like a mall and there's just no people walking around this mall because why would you animate people in the mall? Yeah, that becomes expensive. Yeah. yeah. This show is one of those things, like, it was of a different quality than, like, its contemporaries. And, like, it was, even as a kid, like, I kind of do that. Yeah, it just, like, looks good. And, like, yeah, it just, it's it's very impressive. And, like, I think this episode compared to, like, other episodes of, like, around, like, in the first season, like, I don't think this one's especially all that impressive, uh, technically, compared to some other ones. No, yeah, I mean, it definitely gets better. Yeah, which is crazy that, like, it's already, like, good. Yeah, they're already, like, going above and beyond. Yeah. And eventually they go Batman beyond. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Batman and Robin (laughs) are patrolling. Batman's, like, just ready to, like, crack some skulls. He almost beats up a nice boy who's, like, the shot is framed, like, this, like, young guy is running up on an old lady, and Batman, like, swings down to, like, beat his ass. Yeah. But then the guy's just like, oh, lady, you dropped this package a couple. You know, like a black back or whatever. Yeah. Which is very, I, I like that. It's cute. I'm a sucker for Christmas stuff. So like, I like people being nice at Christmas time. Well, no crime. Yeah. Crime takes a night off. So Dick gets his wish and they go home to watch It's a Wonderful Life. What do you think of their movie theater? I always really wanted it. Like as a kid, it's so cool. Like have, like essentially have a movie theater in your house. Seems a little impersonal, but whatever. That's fine. Still very cool. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, Bruce wants that in his house because his parents died going to the movies. Damn. Darn. 
I mean, what are you going to do? They died yeah. wearing clothes, too. You don't see him being a nudist. Anyway. Yeah, I guess you got me there. <laughs> uh, they got to tune into It's a Wonderful Life, but their program is interrupted by a yeah. holiday special that seems to be on every channel. Who could it be but the Joker? So, yeah, I, I kind of love this trope where there's it's like the episode of television you're watching is like about an episode of television it's just like makes for a lot of fun so like yeah we get we are watching christmas with the joker but also bruce and dick are watching christmas with the joker i just think it's like a fun yeah and it's a fun like homage like classic celebrity like christmas like variety shows yeah, which is very much what this is. Yeah. Um, how about this Santa Claus like battle tank robot? It's pretty cool. Do we think that that's like real? Uh, like, how else would he film that? You know. I guess it's one. Of the, there's a lot of stuff in this where like it makes absolutely no sense that this would be there, and there's there'll, well, there'll be more of that as we go. Um, yeah, it, it's very like old school comic book and like 60s batman show like kind of logic where it's just like well this is my plan so i need to have these things yeah so these are there so yeah uh a tank like a tank with a, a robot santa body attached to the top of it is just like terrorizing citizens in gotham and then, like, just stops and, like, shoots its head off into, like, fireworks that say, like, Christmas with the Joker in the sky. Yeah, so it becomes, like, the title card for the special within. So we get two Christmas with the Joker title cards. Yeah. <laughs> um, And just, like, so crazy. How did he set any of this up? I don't know. It also doesn't really, like, it's not like he escaped from Arkham and there, there were, like, two weeks later or whatever just like it's kind of plays out like it just it's all the same night yeah so on his show he has uh the awful lawful family yeah so because he doesn't have a family celebrate the holidays with he decided to steal his own yeah so we got uh the dad is uh commissioner gordon Mm -hmm. the mom is summer gleason and And then like baby yeah the baby which i love is harvey bullock yeah who's the best character in the show he's up there uh and yeah they're gonna die at midnight unless batman can save them well one of my other favorite things he also has a quote-unquote live studio audience which are just like cardboard cutouts of all of the other characters yeah i love that batman and robin are there (laughs) like it's pretty perfect yeah so, yeah, Batman and Robin, they head back out. They're racing around the city trying to find the Joker. The Joker decides to, like, make a couple distractions for them. Yeah. First off. I was going to say, I assume this probably started at, like, 11. This, this broadcast. Yeah, because, like, I know that one of the things he does is a train, but it's, like, very specifically, like, the 1130 train. Oh, yeah, that's true. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so he has this, like, model of the city. And he's like, oh, what can we do first? Let's blow a train 
bridge. Is this when he starts talking to like his little puppet that's his hand? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> is it guys he needed someone to play off of? Yeah, this is like pre-Harley Quinn. Oh yeah, this is very pre I think Harley Quinn, I don't even know if she's in the first season. No, she's in the first season for sure. Okay. But yeah, I think it's like probably the third Joker episode she appears. Like I said, it's been a while since I, I've gone through Batman the Animated Series. Because yeah. Which I, I, I would not be opposed to, but we'll probably dip our toes in and out of that like this yeah. throughout this podcast. Batman goes to save the bridge or save the train from driving off the cliff. Pretty simple affair. Robin uncouples the passenger cars and Batman just sticks his head in the window of the locomotive. Yeah. And tells the engineer, bridge is out. Come on. Yeah. Um, the safety. That would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, maybe it happens more often than you think in Gotham. You're just hanging out, doing your job, and Batman sticks his head through the window. Yeah, super criminal is like, put your life in danger. You need to do this crazy thing. This may be the fourth or fifth time this happened to like these train engineers. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's part of their training, honestly. Yeah. So yeah, the uh, the locomotive goes off the the cliff, but everyone's safe. It was pretty easy job. Nothing to. Yeah. It feels like they just kind of needed to have like a bit of an action beat before yeah. this commercial break. After the uh, the train fiasco, the Batmobiles finally like isolated the broadcast signal to the Mount Gotham Observatory. Mount Gotham feels very much like a '60s naming thing. Yeah, or it's just the cheapest, easiest name. Yeah, like any any Joker could think of. Yeah. Uh, no pun intended. Sorry, folks. So yeah, they climb Mount Gotham, and there's a a big old present waiting for them. Yep. This is very very sixties. Yeah. And a uh, it's a a Joker in the box, if you will, a big old Jack in the box with the Joker's head on it. Uh, and it just like is taunting them, uh, saying that it was kind of just a, a distraction or red herring if you will uh and this is one of the things i love about the television episode within a television episode thing because mm-hmm. here's where we get the commercial break oh yeah joker says a word from our sponsors or whatever and then goes to a real commercial break yeah i fucking yeah. Love those it. are always fun yeah it's so funny <laughs> Uh, anyway, we're back from the commercial. You, you know what's even funnier? The fact that he's still doing advertiser spots in his criminal scheme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes, you can't defeat communism or capitalism. Yeah, dang, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love the Joker. Love that Joker. Yeah, um, this episode's much goofier and sillier than I remembered it being. It's so goofy, and like we'll we'll talk about like our feelings yeah. on it at the. This end. is when I was like, I don't remember this. So I was like, what is happening? Like, as, as the Joker in the box, and it sets up like the next scene. And I was just like, what is going on? Yeah. So, the observatory is really like a cannon. Yeah, like the the telescope is just it was turned into a big cannon by the Joker with all of his amazing engineering abilities. Yeah, just like this is like military grade stuff here. 
<laughs> and isn't there like nutcracker robots or something happening now? No, not yet. Right now okay. there's a bunch of like cardboard cutouts of the Joker with like machine gun hands. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So yeah, they're shooting at Batman. The cannon is shooting at Batman. The cannon goes haywire and starts just like randomly firing into the city. So people are dealing with that on Christmas Eve. We never even touch on that. Batman and Robin split up and Batman tells Robin to perform a operation cause and effect, which is just Robin throwing a grenade at like the computer. That's like, I want to see them do, do that in, uh, in the 60s show so bad. <laughs> operation it's, cause and effect. Yeah. It was just, they throw like something, do something. Cause they always come up with like these really convoluted, stupid things like spring shoes or like bulletproof shoes and stuff like yeah I see them blow something up i mean batman has like little grenades yeah yeah he has that stuff they were in like the very first episode yeah 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 after this whole fiasco like batman says like the most like defeated line he's just like only a miracle can save the hostages yeah it's just like yo dude did you just like give up <laughs> well, Christmas is the time for miracles, though. Well, you yeah, think they, they had until midnight. The train was at 1130. Then they well, had the train, I guess, was due at the station or at 1130. But you got to imagine, like, they drove all the way out to this observatory at Mount Gotham. They had to deal with all of the stuff that we just described, like, and they still don't know where to go. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's it's that's a dire situation. But Joker helps them out a little bit. Yeah. He, uh. Busts out a, a Betty Blooper doll, mm-hmm. which is just a Betty Boop knockoff. Yeah. Like in the show that he's doing, like they're his family's opening presents. And like that was Summer Gleason's thing. Yeah. You know, Robin's like, oh, Betty Blooper, they haven't made those in years. And Batman's like, you're right. Only one place would have them, the place they were made, but it's been out of, out of, it's you know operation yeah for like 14 years yeah so and it's lafco toys of course and like their building is shaped like the joker's face yeah and I, that to me i assume the joker did yeah. that after the fact uh yeah maybe yeah but that to me was like very batman 66 oh it's very like, it's very classic corny batman yeah it's just like oh of course his hideout is that like oh yeah every single batman 66 episode we've done like the villain is in a very specific themed like hideout yeah it's like super obvious like catwoman's one was like gato something like it was like two two foreign words for cats yeah stuff like that like it's just like you should look at these places sooner like so I'm glad uh, in the Archer episode uh, that they just search for like Robin Hood related uh, things and like, oh, yeah, here's this archery range. He's probably there. Like, yeah, he's there. Let's go deal with that. They head over to Lafco Toys. And uh, yeah, here's where we get the giant nutcracker. OK. Uh, they like enter the building and Joker puts on like dance of the sugar plum fairy or something yeah like a song from the nutcracker yeah and these giant nutcrackers start stomping around 
Um, these there are these like little toy planes that are like running around trying to get Batman and Robin. Yeah, they're like trying to kamikaze them, right? Yeah. So uh Batman picks up a baseball bat and just like starts smashing these planes out of the sky. It's awesome. <laughs> and Robin says they don't call you Batman for nothing. And I yeah. thought that was pretty funny. It reminded me of uh the the arcade game like Ninja Baseball Batman. Uh, which isn't a Batman like DC Comics character game, but you're like these robot ninjas that like are baseball players, and you just clobber, it's like a beat 'em up and you clobber things with bats. But it's called it's like Batman, so it's like I always assume associate it with Batman. What's it called? Robot Ninja Batman? Yeah, something like that. All right, I don't think it's called that. I can't find that. Uh, Ninja Baseball Batman. That's what it is. And this was in American arcades? No, this is... A, I, I don't think it came to the States. This looks... Oh, no, it sick. says U.S. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's super rare, though. Oh, I would love to play this. This looks awesome. Yeah, I, I've always wanted to play it, and it looks, like, way up our alley for the games we like to play. Oh, this is so cool. All right. Anyway, uh, back to... That Batman with a baseball bat made me think about that. Yeah, well, I'm going to go on a deep dive of that once we're done recording today. So yeah, Batman and Robin have defeated all of the Joker's traps, uh, but we're we're almost out of time. The awful lawful family is suspended over a pit of lava, question mark? It's something molten. I guess like they would need to melt plastic for toys manufacturing. Sure. I, I, that's how I justify it. Like that, I think that's after like uh, Batman uses teddy bears to evade like machine guns, right? Oh yeah. So the Joker has these two henchmen, uh, Donner and Blitzen. Yeah, and there's a trope that they use a lot in the uh, Batman animated series that I kind of really like. Mm-hmm. And it's where like. <clears throat> The bad guys will be like shooting machine guns like crazy everywhere. And then like Batman will sneak into the shadows and use his like towel as a distraction. Yeah. I like that one too. Yeah. So like they're like shooting up this towel. Meanwhile, like Batman throws this giant teddy bear on top of them. Which defeats them. It defeats them. They're weak against teddy bears. Yeah. But yeah, awful waffles strung up and the Joker says they will die unless Batman accepts his present. Yeah, I loved this. This is the best part of the episode. Oh yeah, by far. Because up until then, I'm kind of like, this is kind of like a lot of stuff happening and I wasn't really getting that invested in it. And this kind of, yeah, yeah, if you want to explain it, I love it. Uh, so robin's like batman don't take that present and i love that it's like in batman like themed wrapping paper yeah (laughs) batman has to take it to save the hostages no matter what might be in it yeah and obviously this uh version of the joker now we've established is like very unhinged and like it's very dangerous there's like lots of dangerous stuff yeah i mean if you need proof, look at the Batman Beyond movie to see how dangerous he is. 
Well, I was saying like, uh, cause this is the first Joker episode. So if you were watching this, this is like all of the things you've seen leading up to this, you know? Yeah. So Batman starts to unwrap his present and he opens the box and a spring with a, with a whipped cream pie just hits him right in the face. And Joker goes into hysterics. Yeah, me too, honestly. I thought it was very funny. That was great. Uh, I've seen this episode a couple times and I was not expecting that at all. I forgot about it. Like I said, it's been a long time since I've watched it. After that, Batman, they go after the Joker who like releases the hostages into the lava, but Batman saves them just in the nick of time. Yeah. And then uh, the Joker himself uh, trips on a roller skate and almost falls into the lava himself. Yeah. And uh, saved by the last minute by Batman. He says, Merry Christmas, Joker. And then Joker says, bah humbug, which I also like. (laughs) And that's that. Yeah, they uh, Bruce and Dick get to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, but they had to borrow a copy from Commissioner Gordon. I'm really curious about that conversation. Like, yeah, they borrow it as Batman yeah, as Batman? they were rescued him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I I bet Dick probably me- or Robin probably mentioned something like, "Man, I got I missed it's a wonderful life." And he's probably like, "Well, I have it on tape." There we go. That makes sense. That's my it's my assumption. Batman said he kind of liked the movie. Yeah, I I love the movie. It's so good. Have you ever watched it? Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's it's like a top fiver for me. It could be a little bit shorter in my opinion, but it could be, but like it hits me differently every time I watch it. And I usually watch it like between like Christmas and New Year's somewhere in there every year. Uh, what's the guy's name? The bad guy? Uh, Mr. Potter. Yeah. Like he, the, he gets he away with the, all that money at the end. Yeah. He gets away. Like, but you know, the message of uh, no man who has friends is poor, like is very, it hits me really hard. So. Um, but yeah, so they 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 watch It's a Wonderful Life. Joker's been prison, and then, well, he's back in the asylum. Yeah, which or, yeah, again, it looks like a prison. Is questionably a prison. Yeah, and he's singing Christmas songs. He, he loves says, Christmas. He says deck the halls and he ends the episode by saying Merry Christmas, and uh, hmm. that's Christmas with the Joker. <clears throat> so what did you what did you think overall? Not great. Yeah, I also didn't really like it all that much, <laughs> if I'm being honest. And I never, I remember it never being like my favorite episodes. I think most any other Joker episode is way more memorable. But you say I like it more than what I'm remembering the next Joker episode to be. Yeah, is there, is where I remember there was one where he's like got a gang with like gas masks, and that's like all I remember. Yeah, and he like is like sailing this boat around i think he sings a song at one point i only remember one like very specific scene in it uh that one kind of was boring but but then i i think after that might be joker's favor which is the first appearance of harley which that is like my favorite episode of the whole series oh yeah um Uh, that one's pretty good it's so it's so good for so yeah like it's like if i were to create like what would my perfect joker episode be because like it's got a wacky like Joker's scary in it. It's got like kind he's got kind of a wacky plan that's kind of wrapped up into like a joke on this guy. And then I love that that guy like snaps and like Joker has to like get Batman's help to save him from this random guy. <laughs> like it's it's 
it's so fun and like legitimate. Like I think Joker's like legitimately this Joker like legitimately balances being funny and being like menacing. Whereas oh, like yeah. most portrayals go one way or the other. I don't think there's been many where I think they successfully pull it off like that other than this show. Yeah, like yeah, Jack Nicholson isn't really funny as the Joker. Cesar Romero isn't is really threatening. Funny. Yeah, I think he's. I think Cesar Romero is funny. I think he, he leans more. He's only movie. funny. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, he leans that way. Yeah, but Heath Ledger goes the not funny way. You know, like some of the, like these things aren't inherently bad. They work for the properties that they're in. Yeah, but this one. Comic and Joker the show like, itself kind of is really yeah. good at balancing that line between like we know that this is a goofy concept, yeah, but like we're gonna take it as like as serious as it allows. Like the characters take it seriously, yeah, and that's what makes you take it seriously. And I guess they kind of do that in the '60s show too. But, like, it is just more lighthearted, like, tonally and everything. Yeah, I mean, this show definitely, like, skews darker. But, like, they don't go so, like, it's dark, but it's not, like, gritty, like, how people remember it to be. Yeah, like, and to be fair, I kind of remember it like that, too, because this was way sillier than I, like, not, like, in terms of, like, it being hilarious, but, like, way sillier in terms of, like, the observatory is also canon now kind of kind of elements yeah this episode's insane yeah and in in a way that i don't think particularly works for me but it's entertaining like i've definitely seen way worse episodes of way worse pieces of batman media you know yeah where does it sit on your batman holiday or like i guess how does it compare to our last holiday episode? I think Nothing to Fear is a stronger, was the stronger episode. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, uh, oh, for Batman, Batman Returns. Yeah. Uh, ooh. well, this is more, this is more rewatchable. It's a lot shorter. Um, but I like them about the same. So if you remember from last year, I'm not wild about Batman Returns. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the rest of us know that Scott is wrong. Yeah. Well, we can. We'll talk Batman movies probably more in depth at some point, but yeah, I'm sure. Re- Returns is like a lower mid tier, lowered like because I I know again my controversial opinion that ba- I like Batman '89, but like to me it's like that's the middle of my Batman barometer. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. fine. Uh, I just think Returns is way more entertaining than this episode was. They both have stuff I like and are both kind of bogged down by things that like I'm not as interested in, if that makes any sense. Like to me, they're to me it's comparable, but like this one's 20 minutes versus like two hours. Word, I hear you. Yeah. I guess it's also like I, I only get one outing with Danny DeVito's penguin. But like I I because I know Mark Hamill's Joker so well, like it's kind of fun hanging out with him. Gotcha. Like that that does buoy this a lot like the joke is very entertaining in this oh yeah he's the best part for sure yeah like everyone's kind of a wet blanket yeah and you know i just realized this is also the first time we see robin in the show too yeah he's not in on leather wings i like the idea of them making robin like in college in this me too because then like he gets to be in 
in episodes that are that like fit his presence a little bit better. And like he doesn't feel as much of a sidekick. Like in this, he feels more like equal to Batman. Yeah, like the way they they talk and work with each other. Well, kinda like you watch the like ninja episode, and you know, obviously Batman's the only one who can beat the ninja. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like he he doesn't feel like Batman's like lecturing him about like you got to do your studies and stuff. Like we oh like, definitely oh. not. Yeah, very and, different and to, than the sixties. And to be fair, the sixties one he's he is younger in that. Like he's clearly in high school. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely like Robin being in college. Cause like, yeah, if Robin was in on leather wings or even like fear or nothing to fear, um, I think both of those episodes would like suffer from his presence. Yeah. And I'm glad he's not always around. Yeah. It's, it's a good way for them to like write around him. And I wonder if they were just like, oh, well, people associate Robin with like corny Batman. You know, maybe we don't want to use him all the time. Cause yeah, I think only did I, it, when did Batman returns come out? It had to have come out by now. Right. Cause the Joker or the penguin in this looks like the name DeVito joke uh, penguin. Yeah. I think this like kind of came out in tandem with that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I mean, I guess if we were giving him a, a villain rating, I'd probably do like, I guess it would have to be a two because he almost gets away with it. But like in terms of like cohesion, like it's like feels like a one, but this isn't part of like official villain rankings and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I beg to differ. I think he really? gets exactly what he wants, but he gets defeated in the end. Yeah. But I, I don't think his like, like sure he wanted to get away. And I mean, like they all get defeated in the end. That oh yeah. He's able to get a perfect score. I would give him a three. He really? like he like sends Batman on this wild goose chase just to have him get pied in the face. You know what? If that's all it was going for, then yeah, I guess he did get what he wanted in the end. But yeah, because like, I think that he did all of this freaking work just for that joke. And like, I think that's true. It did. Was the show still broadcasting at this time? I I would think so. I would hope so. <laughs> he didn't kill like yeah, like all of Gotham got to watch Batman get get pied in the face. Yeah, like, like incredible. It's also crazy that like Joker had to have people like setting this stuff up for him ahead of time, but we only see these two dumb like muscle goons. Yeah, how much money do you think went into this plot? I don't know. There's like a a freaking like, cannon like millions of dollars just to do any of that stuff with the observatory without anyone stopping them there was a giant santa claus robot thing like, yeah like absolutely insane maybe that was like a miniature thing that they had done ahead of time and that just was the opening there were people fleeing in terror <laughs> i know but like maybe that's they were paid actors or something maybe that was like pre-recorded that because Batman never goes and fights that well, yeah, because it self-destructs. So yeah, it but you know write... what I mean? Like that, I don't know. It self-destructs yeah, I, I so it can write in the asking if it was re- you thought it was real or not. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. I'm trying to rationalize some of this, but it's impossible. There's a giant Joker Jack in the box. Yeah. Like that I happened. Mean, yeah. That's pretty tame. I know. 
Those nutcracker robots. Yeah, that's insane. Like, it's all insane. Uh, but yeah, great episode. I, I can't it say okay. it put me in the holiday spirit, but we're recording this uh, before Thanksgiving, and I'm definitely not there. Um, I'm kind of there. We've already decorated the store, so like, I'm already surrounded by the trappings of Christmas. Godspeed to you. As long as we uh, hold off on playing the music soon, which I know I'm against a rising tide. Everyone at the store loves Christmas music. Well, maybe you can work from home. Maybe. I. It's not that I dislike the songs, but it's like hearing the same songs every year for more than a month straight. Like, I'm like, I'm, I don't ever need to hear this music ever again. But that's a different conversation. And I guess maybe if we play the Batman Smells version of Jingle Bells in there more, I'll be happier. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you all have a good holiday, whatever one you celebrate. And if you don't celebrate, I hope you just have a good time. Yeah. And, you know, hey, you're listening to us. So the day must have gotten better. Um, If it's still if you're listening to this and it's still before the new year, we still have our giveaway. Um, I'll be ending that at the end of the year. Um, Just like, share, subscribe. uh, uh, Any episode of Batcast and send us a screenshot of you having doing that or having done it. Uh, to batcast66 at gmail.com to be on a chance to win four Batman facsimile editions featuring the first appearances of Robin, Joker, Riddler, and Penguin. Heck yeah. And uh, yeah, see you guys in 2024. 2024. Wow. The future's here. We'll see you there, folks. Same Batcast time, same Batcast channel.